Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We just got done interviewing Francine Rivera. She is a successful entrepreneur. She's an author. She's a certified health and wellness coach. She's a saleswoman. There is nothing that this woman can't do. And uh, she inspired us with the program that we shared Guilt-Free Balance Life is a free course that she offers. You have to go to FrancineRivera.com. What woman does not struggle with guilt? Right? Yeah. Who wants to be guilt-free and have a balanced life? It's free. Go check out her videos. It's truly a gift. So you can do that right now on her website, and which is amazing. And we have all that information in the show notes yep. so that it's easy for you to connect with her. And um, so what we're going to do in this episode is just kind of juice what we learned and talk about some of the things that she, that she taught us in her interview. Exactly. So make sure to listen to that episode because all of this will make more sense <laughs> if you do that. But her philosophy is living a life untapped, achieving your true potential, getting financial freedom. And as women, that is not always something that comes as an immediate thing at, at the top of mind. You know, balance, financial control and understanding all of those things. And so that's the reason why she really walked through a six pillar program to get there. It's, it's not where you start, you know, uh, what I love about her program is that she really starts from the foundation of your identity and starting from the place of, you know, she, she's a mom of seven and in a blended family, and she's got nine grandchildren. So she's had her share of figuring out how to balance and she homeschools her granddaughter. And that's a lot going on right there. That is a lot. And so she knows firsthand uh, what it takes to to want to balance and figure out a, a system where you have control of your life and your time. And I think the, the biggest thing that that at least initial thing that I got from her was when you're putting everyone first and you're filling up everybody else's cup and you're taking care of all these other priorities, it's easy for you to lose sight of your identity. And that's why that's the first thing she focuses on. I love how she said, if you, if you burn yourself out, you know, don't burn yourself out to keep your family warm. (laughs) That's the truth. Yeah. Don't, Burn yourself out to keep your family warm. Whoa. Because what? Okay. Because you burn one, you know, once a log is burned up, it's burnt up. That's mm-hmm. it. That's one one and done, right? You're not much good to them when you're burning yourself out. And I I think, you know, we talked, we talked about how there's so much pressure put on us. Mm-hmm. But who puts the pressure on us? 
Oh, we and and see the thing is, as women in particular, we do it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are our worst mm-hmm. enemy when it comes to things. It's not. It's usually not someone else saying you're not doing the things. It's it's you telling yourself you're not doing the things because we struggle with wanting to be perfect instead of just making progress on the things that we've got on our list. I mean, it's impossible to accomplish everything. And it's actually great. I watched this uh, live stream that Fran did. I, I happened to be uh, on my phone and it popped up that she was doing this live stream. And she was talking about um, the social dilemma. There's this Netflix special. If you haven't watched this documentary, it came out earlier in September. And she and in it, it's basically this addiction uh, to social media and how it controls us and everything. And so on top, and so I bring this up and Fran talks about it because on top of everything, you're trying to also show that you are doing all the things, not just to yourself, but to the world. I got it together. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the things. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the distance learning with my kids and I'm doing the cooking and the cleaning and I'm holding down the fort and doing a job and trying to, you know, I mean, And it's like, you don't want to have a bad day and you don't want people to think you're having a bad day. But the truth is that we all have it. It's okay for a mom to come up on Facebook someday and just share her heart and say, I'm just really struggling today. You know, if you feel led to do that and you want to be vulnerable, you know, I think that's okay. You have to be careful when you're going on there and everything's roses and sunshine and everything is perfect and this is my perfect meal and this is my perfect life and this is that I think that you know we can contribute to other women feeling like they're inferior by not being vulnerable about this I think it's it's good every once in a while, you know, to say not all my days are perfect, but today was awesome or something. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that we can we can help by being vulnerable without being negative and, and not paint that picture and put those people that are looking on our Facebook and saying, you know. I've had eight kids. (laughs) My belly, you know, does not look like a 20 year old, but I don't really care. I'm rocking it anyway. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, like I'll be vulnerable. I will, I will say that. And so many people airbrush the pictures and let's take out the wrinkles and let's whiten smiles and all of those things. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a really good picture of yourself. Just saying. We've but got, if it, if it we takes, have an amazing photographer. If it takes 45 minutes to, to Photoshop edit it out everything every time, to where you almost look like you're possessed because your eyes are so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just creepy. Like, that's <laughs> creepy, right? So, so we have this, we have this social dilemma where we're, we're comparing ourselves to each other. And then other people, I don't know. Do you, it's, it's funny because I think that we all know when we look at pictures that that's airbrushed. And I think, honestly, most people know that not everybody's life is perfect. Right. But you get sucked into that. You get sucked into that. And I think generations that exist purely in the age of social media don't know what it's like without it, where I think others that have gone through different eras can can get it a little bit differently, right? Yeah. Because we've seen what life was like without it and how much... Uh, airbrushing and all of this manipulation that exists today and and just know better. And so there's an educational component, I think, that exists today. And I, uh, what I love about Fran's message, 
more of a synopsis is it's about taking control of your life, really. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. So nobody has a magic potion where they get extra time that other people don't. Oh, I loved that. Right? Yeah. She said, she said, it's, it's not time management. It's your personal, yeah, your personal management. Yeah, because you're making your conscientious choices about what it looks like to fuel yourself up and give yourself the best energy and day so you can do all the things that you need to do in all of the roles you play, because that's the truth. People wear multiple hats. You're a a mom, a partner in some way, maybe a girlfriend, a wife, you know, a daughter, all of those things. Uh, you're a business person. You're an entrepreneur. There's there's just many hats. And she talked about her morning routine of just, and, and, and recognizing that for everyone, if you're someone who doesn't prioritize or hasn't in a while self-care, it can feel selfish mm-hmm. to give yourself an hour to slowly make your tea and do your yoga or read an article or take a purposeful pause and meditate or all of those things. And so it's okay to start out with a few minutes. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. And, and, you know, you don't have to be great to start. But if you don't start, you're not going to be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to start somewhere. That was another thing that she said. You know, 15 minutes is okay. Make yourself a priority. 15 minutes. If you had 15 minutes all to yourself, Mm -hmm. stream a little. What would you do with 15 15 minutes? And it's not scrolling. She said on Instagram. Most most people, (laughs) most people spend an hour doing that already. Or TikTok. Oh my gosh, right? Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, that's a problem. You know, you start managing that and you start and you start writing those things down. You realize where you where everything's going. You know, I say what's what's measured is managed. Mm -hmm. Right. And she talked about it. You know, if you bite it, write it. That's another thing oh, to manage. Come on. Ooh, if, if you, you bite, bite it, write it. it. Get out. Stop. Okay. Awesome. Stop. Well, that's it's real deal the truth. though. You know, and everybody who is in the space of results talks about that. Marie Forleo talks mm-hmm. about that in her book. Jay Shetty talks about it in the book he came out with just recently, Think Like a Monk. Fans talking about it. But it, you know, measuring things what you eat, how you even just how you spend your day. If you wrote down in 24 hours, you know, from the time or at least the time that you're awake, right? Like you sleep, hopefully you're sleeping eight hours. Maybe you could give yourself credit for that. If it's any less then there's something for you to work on. But if you woke up and you wrote down and honest to mm-hmm. yourself of like, yes, I spent an hour in the morning and at lunch and in the afternoon on social media, you know, look at your screen time. Yep. That is terrifying. That's I know I for my, mine off. my <laughs> right. I know my nieces look at that and it's, it's abysmal, you know, it, it's better when it, they're like, oh, if it's not two digits, but I'm during this isolation quarantine thing, I'm pretty sure there it's a solid two digits oh. a day. You know what I mean? Wow, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Oh, that's just scary. I see, you know, and it's, I think it's funny because I think a lot of people don't want to measure it because they're afraid of the results, which is almost like the fear of success. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because nothing's going to happen. And, you know, I used to be like that when, you know, 
I would get anxiety attacks thinking about a budget. Because to me, it was like a budget sounds restraining. Mm. Okay, we have to budget. So let's figure this out. And we'll figure where everything goes. Mm -hmm. But actually, budgets are freeing. Yeah, they're freeing. Mm -hmm. You know, it keeps you from being in debt. It shows you it's measuring it so that you can manage it. That's what it's all about. Prioritize it and make it work for you. And it's controlling that versus all willy nilly, you know, dupe spending. We've all done this. You know, you have a, a wad of cash in your in your purse, you go out and you know, it's just it was just a little soda here. And it was just a little trinket there. And, you know, a little this here and a little that there. And then at the end of the day, you look and you go, where did all the money go? Probably went to your kids. Probably when they when they were like, can I borrow? <laughs> and then you know, a couple of them borrowed 20 bucks. And next thing you know, your wallet's empty. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, it's like, it's true, though. If you don't write that down, and then you start thinking, okay, it was $10 here. Okay, it was $5 there. Okay, yeah, that all that it all adds, adds up. up. It all adds up. Your money, managing that all adds up. Your food, mm-hmm. it's not invisible if you don't write it down yeah. or if you're not sitting at a table. You know, if you bite it, you write it and then you manage that yeah. and you realize that's what I've done. And, you know, that's why the financial part is the end of Fran's program mm-hmm. <laughs> because it t- you got to learn how to manage yourself first, your identity, your habits, your food, your exercise, and then you get to the harder stuff. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, and I'll just be the first to admit this about myself, and I'm, I'm okay with this because I'm a nerd like that, but I have my own budget and I br- it's categorized. It's color-coded in a pie chart. I know exactly the percentages. I know my net worth. Oh, good Lord. I calculate it on a monthly basis. (laughs) I know what goes to savings, miscellaneous, investments, housing, utilities, charity. I mean, all all of that. And you know what? It drives your decision making and it drives your ability. Hey, you want to do things in life and you want to be able to contribute more and and travel and do all these things, then you got to monitor it and you got to measure it. You might, you know, I'm not suggesting that you go and do pie charts and all this kind of stuff, but you can keep it really basic. (laughs) And and here's the other thing. Even if you don't want to go to that step, a lot of times now with with, uh, maybe wherever you bank, like Bank of America and a lot of these uh, institutions, you can actually do a little bit of analysis right there from your bank account. They'll, they have, it'll sort. Yeah, it, it kind of just, just does yeah. it for you. You know, American Express. A lot of and these you can big tell com- where everything yeah, goes so you to. don't you know have to get crazy because there's a lot of tools already in these institutions that allow you to see what you're doing, and you're like, holy crap, you know. 30% and, on miscellaneous and, and items. don't be afraid to do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid to do it. Because I used to be afraid. I mean, I, literally the thought of that was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. You've always gotten excited about that, though. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, it was really inspiring listening to Fran because she's like, I got $100,000 out of debt because I started 
paying attention and doing things to do that. She didn't win the lottery. Nope. She didn't get eight it jobs. Like, and I think a lot of people think, well, when I get this, then that will be in t- that will be taken care of. Mm-hmm. You don't realize like every little bit counts. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I talked about discipline and consistency because it's those, okay, you know what? I'm not doing Starbucks. I'm making my coffee every day. Because that, you know, four or five bucks a a latte a day, you add that up over a week, a month, and then a year. And boy, does that add up very quickly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there adds up on your hips, too. Yeah. And exactly. (laughs) And so those are those habits. So those little cost cutting strategies, saving strategies, or, you know, and people have actually inadvertently done it, I think, during quarantine, because instead of like taking their kids to the amusement park and doing all these things, they've had to come up with other creative things. Oh, okay. Let's do camping in the backyard. Let's do, you know, these low cost things. Oh my gosh, I have right? a girlfriend. They invited us over for dinner. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, during during like COVID and, you know, we normally would see them out at the bar, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Wes and I love to belly up to the bar, have a drink, have some appetizers. It's a very social thing. Well, that all went away, right? Mm-hmm. So this this couple used to be out, like they never cooked ever they just went out they had their you know three restaurants in town that they would go to and maggie was saying we have saved hundreds of dollars and she goes and you know what she goes i'm actually a really good bartender i realized how to make my drink the way that i like it and it's consistent every time mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's so many benefits in that. I mean, there is. And it makes you think about how crazy you are when you do spend $15 on a drink that you can make at home for $3 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it does add up substantially. So those, I mean... You know, maybe we were forced into some of these examples right now, but they're great examples, right, of how to save money Uh. and do these things. So you can take control. And and Fran's such a great teacher of that because she doesn't make it overwhelming. And that's that's the great part about her program. It's step by step. It's working with you, meeting meeting you where you are. And going through the process so that you can come away with that sense of ownership and accountability for yourself and realizing that you can be a great partner, be a great mom, be great to yourself and give yourself permission to just have those days where, yeah, you know, I had these eight things. I got to half of it, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, because I got to the important things that I wanted to get to. If you didn't have the eight written down, you probably wouldn't have done one of them. Yeah. Right. And it, and you learn how to prioritize the difference between urgent, important, nice to nice to do or nice to get ahead of. And and you can roll that over till the next day or the weekend and mm-hmm. not feel guilty and beat yourself up. But we are feeling guilty a lot and want to please everyone. And, you know, we have to eliminate that from ourselves. And I feel like even being in corporate America and and looking to some of my male counterparts as examples, they're just fine. They are Isn't just fine something? when they don't get to something or they manipulate things and move things around and they have no, I mean, and and I'm I'm doing this a little bit for exaggeration, but this is what at least it feels like is they don't have an emotion about it. 
they're like, it's going to get done when it gets done. Right. Today, this is what needed to get done. And right. we just got to move on. Right. And it's and like, sit oh. Sit there and beat themselves up. Okay. Yeah. Move on. On okay. to the next. It is what it is. On to the next. Recalibrate. Yeah. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network, and drive engagement? Podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community. But where do you start? Rockwood Audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high-quality, smart content that fits your brand like a glove. Rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one coaching and development, strategic and technical support, audio and visual branding, broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood's subscription editing, production and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important. For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening. You know, I, I did Fran's program and it was really good for me because I think it's great for both types. Number one, you would love it because it's all the things that you love doing, mm-hmm. you know, managing and structure and 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 everything. Um, for me, I loved it because I know I need to constantly course correct because it's not something that comes easy for me. So I know that I have to continually put myself in these kind of programs because it's just not a part of my nature. I know Wes would love it if I was more like you and structured and everything, but we balance each other out. (laughs) He does. He helps me course correct. He's somebody that helps me with it. Fran was somebody that helps me with it. You're somebody that helps me with it. It's it's a constant course correction for me constantly. Um, and and it's it's just something that doesn't come natural for me. So her her program was great for that for me. I think that's awesome. And and like you said, it just shows that it is for for everyone. Mm-hmm. Where no matter where you're starting, if it is uh, really just trying to figure out some sort of routine and program and self management, or it's even just sharpening your your tools, and you know maybe exactly. you, maybe you, there are some things that you are good at, but you you want to take yourself to excellence. Yeah, it might be an aha moment for you, mm-hmm. uh, or it might be a tool sharpening exactly experience. Absolutely. Who doesn't want that? Okay. Uh, Desiree and I went for a walk this morning and we were talking about, about Fran and, and our favorite quote. Oh my was, gosh. <laughs> this is I so know. epic. Okay. Write this down. Right? Get this a, is awesome. Get I used it on CC pen. like 20 minutes after we finished the Get the recording. a pen and write this down <laughs> and use it. An excuse is a well played lie. Mm. Oh, 
I was like, so Cece, what did I say to Cece? I said, hey, did you finish writing on that card for Wes during school? I gave him, it was his birthday yesterday. And so I said, here, here's the card. You can write on this at school. She's got all day, right, to do this. She gets in the car. I go, did you do it? She goes, now, mind you, when I when I pulled up, she was playing on her tricycle, one of the tricycles or, you know, scooter things or whatever at the in the playground. She gets in the car. And she goes, oh, no, we didn't have time. I'm all, uh, you were just on a scooter. That is a well-played lie. Wow. I told her that's a well-played lie. You had the time. I, I literally saw you scooting around. You, you couldn't have asked for a pin. They're going to say, no, get back on the scooter. Yeah, oh my you, could have, you could have done it. She just didn't manage her time right. And she's she's nine. So, you know, How? I, I kind of knew that was going to happen, but I was going to try anyway. Yeah. How many well-played lies do you tell yourself? Right? Whoa. Why didn't you exercise this morning? I didn't, I didn't um, have, you know, oh, I was going to, what but was, I had to, no, you didn't, you know what? I saw this YouTube video and it was really intriguing. Ooh. And then after that, I saw four more. And next thing you know, <laughs> the hour that I was going to work out just didn't I work know. out. And before me. you know it, I was buying hair clips online and I don't know. <laughs> get sucked into those ads. <laughs> right. But it's but it's just excuses that you give to yourself. And, and the reason you do it is to just make you feel justified for something that you committed to that you didn't follow through on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I love how she said, have the grace to better yourself every day. Just mm. do better than you did the day before and be gracious with yourself. I think a lot of us are, you know, playing into the guilt because we don't have grace. Mm. And so when you grace over yourself, guilt, let's grace make t-shirts. Over guilt. Yeah. That's a good yep. one. Stop. Yeah. Cause we're not, we're not gracious with ourselves. Well, sometimes we make a lot of excuses, well-played lies for other people. Mm. Right. But you know, we don't, we don't, we can't excuse ourselves, you know, from, you know, whoops, you know what? And owning it. I totally forgot. Yeah. That's that's owning it, you know? Just be honest. Yeah. And you know what? Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the dynamic when you use an excuse, right? The dynamic is the person on the other end will argue, right? Mm-hmm. It gives you it gives you an argument. Like for instance, let's say, let's say I said, Hey, can't do you want to go to my Tupperware party this week? And you say, oh, I can't. Georgia's got the car. Well, I'll come get you. Oh, I can't because I've got to wash my hair. Well, could you wash your hair the day before? You know what I mean? It, it, when you just say, no, but thank you for asking. There's no excuse. It's the truth. Conversation ends. Wow. I'd, I would love to another time. There's no excuse conversation ends and you don't have to do you have a brochure i would love to check out things on my own time you know that'd be great um that'd be great yeah i could do it online right but i mean how often does that happen that's a real thing it's a real just be yeah just be honest you know it's funny because my kids would come to me a lot of times before before something and they would have an excuse to why they didn't want to go somewhere or you know they just didn't want to go and they're like what should i tell them and I would 
help them to say as close to the truth as it was without an excuse. Because anytime you have an excuse and somebody wants you to really do it, they're going to argue with you. They're going to want you to come. Oh, well, Josie will pick you up. Or whatever, right? Oh my it's gosh. Well and on. then you've got to make excuses closer to the thing because you say yes, you get talked yes. into it. Yes. And then now you got to. And then they yeah. see you out somewhere else. Right? Horrible. They see you at the pampered chef party. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You made a mistake or somebody made a mistake. They posted it on I social forgot. media. <laughs> okay, everybody. Don't don't post anything no, no, tonight. No. I'm supposed to be at that Tupperware that party. Was last weekend. That's just they just posted it late. That, that doesn't really have much to do with their program. But it's very good about her quote with a well <laughs> well played lie. I'm just going off on that because I just think that, that, that an there's excellent example. so much because truth. Tupperware, in that. Tupperware parties are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the pandemic. In 1998, <laughs> when I went to my last Tupperware party. <laughs> hey, I used to be a Tupperware lady. <laughs> uh, obviously, that example I sold came from everything. Life. Anything I could get for cheap, I sold. I should oh line up gosh. how many quote unquote businesses I owned. Oh, heavens. <laughs> hey, you buy the kit, you get the stuff. And then, yeah. Yeah, my mom used to sell crystal. We had all these. My like, mom started with crystal. Avon. I'm Man. dating myself. Avon, that little is, blue yeah. case that yeah. they carry now, around. Now it's like now it's like door. Mary Kay and Rodin and Fields and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Monate. Yeah. All these other yeah. businesses. Which are good things. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So <laughs> we have so many <laughs> wonderful takeaways from. And we're from, just grateful for friends. We are. Just, we are. She's phenomenal. Um, if any of you are struggling, with um any of these areas really it would be great to to check it out like i said she's got she's got a really cool like free little course that that um just gives you so much information um to kind of get familiar with who she is and what she's doing and then um and then she has her course she also will take your call and she can talk she to does you. a free uh, free design uh initial introduction call and just have an opportunity to kind of understand where you're you at. In whatever program that she might be having, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, whether it's one-on-one and you really, uh, you know, want some some one-on-one coaching in, in these areas or um, if it's, you know, do it yourself and you want to kind of go at your own pace, whatever that is, she can she can tell you a lot about it and um, and give you some insight and give you some guidance. She's She's great. It's fantastic. Awesome. Well, we are at the point of our episode where we get to do one of our favorite things and we suggest you make it a part of your daily practice because it really is a great way to live in joy, which is our gratitude attitude. Oh, my goodness. Desiree, what is what are you grateful for today? So I am grateful for this opportunity that I had, and I actually uh, brought the tribe in on this to get some feedback. I was on a panel recently at my firm about women in leadership and having men as allies and uh, recruits from all over the country are able to, to call in and just kind of hear from leaders in the company about what it's like 
to be a woman leader. And uh, I wanted to poll women and kind of get their feedback on what they feel is challenging. And it was just a really refreshing dialogue that I was able to have with with men as well, of just some of the expectations that women have, much of kind of what we described already with Fran and just this, this notion of needing to do everything and doing everything well, and uh, how to just blaze your own trail and have confidence in who you are and be uniquely you and embrace that and I just appreciated having that opportunity and from that spark some messages that I got on LinkedIn from people that felt inspired and I have some conversations with uh, folks who are getting started in their careers and just want you know some more guidance so I just uh, I love mentorship I really love seeing people uh, ask for it because I think it's it's something I wish that I started so much younger and so much sooner in realizing the uh, beauty of asking for help and asking for guidance and asking for advice and just being vulnerable because when you can soak it up and get a lot of different perspectives it just makes you a more well-rounded person so I think I think that was awesome and I, I'm thankful for all the feedback I got from yeah that was who, really cool that was really cool to be able to kind of be a little part of that we talked about that yeah you know and and um, give our input yeah. and have some great dialogue about that. Yeah, so that was fun. It's 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 it feels so rewarding to help like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you can. I mean, here's the thing: if you can help people not make the mistakes or just get through something faster, and not you know rack their brain over things that can be so much easier if they just you know you could skip three steps and a bunch of headaches just just by asking good questions right why not why not pay it be helpful by being able to understand them and Mm -hmm. be in the same place just just knowing that you're you're not the only one and letting them know that right absolutely well i i'm really grateful for the place that my family is in right now um, I don't often get to babysit for um, Kimmy because the girls, um, a lot of them rent rooms from Kimmy. So I've got four of my kids renting rooms at Kimmy's house. <laughs> Simone's getting married, so she'll be she'll be getting out here pretty soon. But um, she's not lacking of babysitters that are right there in her house, right? Well, they all, all the sisters wanted to go out. So I got to hold my grandson for four hours. Like I didn't put him down. And he is just, there's just something so beautiful. Holding a baby that your daughter made. Hmm. And, you know, with Raylan, she looks so much like Scott. The experience with Jason is really cool because he... It's Kimmy all over again. He's got dimples and dark hair and dark eyes and and oh my gosh, I just it brings you back and so I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for my family for their health and for for you know how they are with each other and the blend that Wesley's making. We're going to have Canadian Thanksgiving um, Sunday and my son in love is Canadian and so we're all going over there and it's going to be a huge celebration and and they said is um, is Wes coming and I was like I didn't know if he was invited. Like you know we're still kind of at that stage where it's like I don't want to assume. 
that, you know, he can come to all of the things. And so they're like, well, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's really good. I'm just in a really, really good place with my family. And that hasn't always been like this, you know, and through the through the passing of Jeff, there there was a lot of of grief that that ripped the family and it's been hard and you know affected us in a lot of ways and so I'm just grateful for this beautiful feeling that I have right now in our home and with my kids and with yeah. the family it's it's a sweet thing and that's a tremendous uh just example of growth and how it does take time and patience mm-hmm. and fortitude and to... you, you want it to be done overnight because it's so painful when it's happening don't but we all want you that? You just gotta, you know, it's like anything. You just gotta, you wanna build the muscles or you wanna lose the weight or you wanna get the job done. You gotta do one bite at a time. You can't Persevere. want them leap. We all wanna do that. I want the magic pill. I know. I would have drugged them a long time ago. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> Come on. Just drink the potion already. Um, but this is, you know, this is always such a wonderful blessing for us to do this, th- these kinds of episodes, because it's an opportunity to reflect, which I think is something that we often forget to do in life is just take a pause and talk about what you've learned and honor our amazing guests without mm-hmm. just, you know, staying on with them for three hours. <laughs> and just, I know, I know. You know, interrupting them constantly to tell our thoughts and, and, and all of that and respect their time. And so. soak it up and soak it in and, and let them see, you know, what we've learned from them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because we're great. just so fortunate to, to come across the most incredible people that come on our show. So Absolutely. we're we're so grateful. And we're grateful for you. So we sure would appreciate if you haven't already, if this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We'd love for you to come back and continue to get updates about our episodes and shoot us a rate and review. We would be so grateful for that and to read your feedback. We just will love it. Yes. Shout out to Ben. We just love you so much and we're so thankful for all you do for us on every one of our shows. That's if you're right. ever thinking about a podcast, we got your guy. guy. We got your guy. We got your guy. We got you. And with that, may your faith be greater than your fears. And remember, you are your only limit. So take action today. Thanks for listening to, to the, the Bliss Beyond, Beyond Fear podcast. podcast.